Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Thank you, Lord, for this beautiful day, and thank you for joining me on Turn to God with Karen. Every Monday, we have Faith and Hope Journey. We share our struggles, our problems, usually involving people, and our circumstances. Sometimes they're really hard. And we look to the Lord for our healing, for our rescue, and for deliverance through Jesus. Every Wednesday, we have Sword of the Spirit. We share the Word of God, the most important book that you could ever read, because it is God-breathed, His personal message to each of us. This is where we learn that Jesus Christ is our gateway to eternity. The Word of God is an effective defense weapon against the attacks of our enemy, spiritual battles that we face every day. 2 Timothy 3 verses 16 through 17 says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. So, as you know, on April 9th, many Christ believers celebrated Easter, the ultimate sacrifice that Jesus Christ made for our redemption. The cross represents remembrance of what Jesus, the Son of God, did for us. He willingly came to earth, a perfect person who suffered and died, paying for our sins. But it didn't end there. He arose on the third day, defeating death. For all of those who repent, believe, accept Jesus, receive eternal life. In light of this, today's topic is grace through faith. This is the heart of a Christian's belief that salvation is by grace through faith. Ephesians 2 verses 8 through 9 in the Good News Translation. For it is by God's grace that you have been saved through faith. It is not the result of your own efforts, but God's gift, so that no one can boast about it. I invite you to also refer to Mark twelve, Mark sixteen sixteen, and Luke 7, verse 50. You might ask, how do we receive salvation then, if not by our good works? And with that, can anyone be good enough? The Old Testament was under the Old Covenant, the law, but we can find Jesus within all of the scriptures, pointing to him. In the New Testament, we have Jesus. He came to earth, suffered and died for us, and was raised from the grave, leaving us now under the New Covenant, the grace through faith, redemption through Jesus Christ. Galatians 3, verses 24 and 25, explains it a little bit further. And so the law was in charge of us until Christ came, in order that we might then be put right with God through faith. Now that the time for faith is here, the law is no longer in charge of us. Do you see that, that the redemption and salvation is available to us because of Jesus Christ? Another point on that is Romans 3, verses 20 through 24 and verse 28. For no one is put right in God's sight by doing what the law requires. What the law does is to make us know that we have sinned. How are we put right with God? But now God's way of putting people right with himself has been revealed. It has nothing to do with law, even though the law of Moses and the prophets gave their witness to it. 
God puts people right through their faith in Jesus Christ. God does this to all who believe in Christ because there is no difference at all. Everyone has sinned and is far away from God's saving presence. But by the free gift of God's grace, all are put right with Him through Christ Jesus, who sets them free. Verse 28 For we conclude that a person is put right with God only through faith and not by doing what the law commands. Well, as you know, it was impossible for man to to follow every letter of the law. We need Jesus. <laughs> as we noted earlier, the whole purpose of Jesus coming to earth, the Son of God, who knew no sin, but willingly came as man to suffer and pay for our sins, and he defeated death. All of this so we could have opportunity to spend eternity with him, our Lord and Savior of the world, the Messiah. With a business background, I find it easy to view this similar to a contract. Jesus paid it all for each of us on the cross, and he arose. But the contract is not complete until unless we choose to come to him, repent of our sins, believe that Jesus is the Son of God, believe in and accept the crucifixion, the resurrection, and the ascension of Jesus Christ. So that contract is then fulfilled when we repent, believe, and accept him. Faith in Jesus Christ is the requirement. As in Hebrews 12:2, let us keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, on whom our faith depends from beginning to end. He did not give up because of the cross. On the contrary, because of the joy that was waiting for him, he thought nothing of the disgrace of dying on the cross, and he is now seated at the right hand of God's right side of God's throne. You know, as an integral part of sharing a believer's light, and as his ambassador, I share the good news of Jesus, as all believers do. Until each of us comes to the Lord with a humble, contrite heart and confess sins, confess Jesus, then we remain on the losing side where there is no lasting peace, contentment, joy, and nothing to look forward to as everlasting life. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and he tells us this in John fourteen six. No one comes to the Heavenly Father except through Jesus Christ, his Son. We've all sinned, we've all fallen short, but the remedy is clear. In 1 John 1, verse 9, If we confess our sins to him, to the Lord, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. And so we humble ourselves to come to Jesus. As in James 4, 6, God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. How then do we come to him? It's this simple. We open our hearts, our minds, and our mouth. Yes, we say it out loud, your repentance and belief in Jesus, accepting him as your Lord and Savior. And here's a scripture that sums it up. The ultimate love of God and sacrifice of his son. And why did he do that? So we could experience heaven with him. John 3.16, I hope you can send it to memory. For God so loved the world that he gave 
his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Do you believe that Jesus came to earth to suffer on the cross, to pay for your sins, and that he arose on the third day? I encourage you to turn your life over to him. Accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and your life will never be the same. And the Lord, the Holy Spirit, will stay with you through eternity. I hope that through this episode of Grace Through Faith, that you know that you have, if you have reached, received grace through faith, and if not, how to obtain it. From there, you can press on in obedience and right standing with the Lord as your relationship with Him grows. Let's turn to Romans 5, verses 1 through 2, and uh, I'm reading it now. Now that we have been put right with God through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. He, Jesus, has brought us by faith into this experience of God's grace in which we now live. And so we boast of the hope we have of sharing God's glory. Well, I thank you for joining me today and Turn to God with Karen. I hope you will listen or watch all Wednesday episodes of Sword of the Spirit, as well as episodes every Monday, Hope and Faith Journey. You can share your suggestions and comments on the contact page of my website, KarenJaneCasey.com. And when you go there, you'll see my books, my blogs, and resource material. If any of my books or episodes have brought you hope for healing, encouragement in any way, or you have made a decision for Jesus Christ, let me know it. Thank you for spending your time with me today, and blessings to you.